This episode of Locked On Eagles is brought to you by Visa. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. They have always been on your team, supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, they need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop local and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless Visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, the official partner of the NFL. Now here's your host, Gino Camilleri. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast as always, I am your host, Gino Camilleri, joining you for this Stock Up, Stock Down flagship episode of the show. And as always, thank you for tuning in on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team, every day. And as Lou and I had discussed the other day, there was a lot of good to come out of this game between the Eagles and the Steelers, even though it did end up in a poor result. I think this is arguably one of the best showings that they've had as a collective unit on all three sides of the ball. I think their special teams, not the return unit, but in regards to their kicking and punting teams, I think they've done an excellent job. I think Dave Phipp has a control over his unit to the fullest extent. Uh, Doug Peterson, same thing. I think he's got his offense clicking a little bit better the past few weeks, but there is one unit that we will talk about in this episode in stock down and that will be of Jim Schwartz and we have to get to the defense and just how badly this team has been hurt by them the last few weeks but before we get to that we will talk some Eagles news it came out today Doug Peterson said that Lane Johnson will not have to have surgery on that ankle he will be out of practice today they're just going to get him some rest and hopefully get him back into the lineup and that's good news to hear that after a second opinion, they still don't say that he will need surgery. So that is a good thing because as long as he can rest up and get fully healthy, hopefully that injury can get out of the way. And the good thing is I think Jack Driscoll has done a good enough job in his rookie's career so far as a swing tackle and come in and played some decent minutes. So in regards to that offensive line, it does hurt that Lane Johnson is out, but he is rehabbing, doesn't have to get shut down for the year for surgery. So he will be back. As we continue on this week, looking back to last week before we touch on the next week's matchup before the Ravens, after the break, we will get into things. Not much news today, as I said, outside of Lane Johnson, but there is a lot to talk about to come out of this Steelers game, especially on the offense and defensive sides of the ball. So come on back as we get back for this edition of Stock Up, Stock Down on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Hey guys, Louis DiBiase here of Locked On Eagles. Allow me to interrupt Gino for one second here just to tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money, right? That you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30 to 50 to 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. It's a family business serving auto 
auto part customers online for now 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They'll have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your baby, your car, your truck. Make sure you write down lockdown in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, everybody, welcome on back for segment two and the official first segment of this stock up, stock down edition following the loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And unfortunately, they didn't get the result that they had a few years ago where Carson Wentz and Darren Sproles hooked up for that big touchdown run that kind of cemented things and they went on to that big victory a couple years ago this one was a more of a shootout and more of a back and forth and that's where we're going to start our first part of this stock up stock down segment and I'm going to say stock up the offense the offensive play calling and the offensive execution I think the last two weeks they have done a good enough job to win the last two weeks they almost lost to the Niners last week because They played some off defense and some soft defense that kind of let them back into the game. But the offense has done their part with this emergence of Travis Fulham and really figuring out where these players fit in. Well, I think you're finding where your role players are starting to kind of excel. And John Hightower, as much as he's kind of had a a rough outing the last two weeks and some of the decisions he's made, he's still there stepping up and making plays. He was there on that fourth down big play against the Niners last week. He's getting open, getting behind defenses like he did against the Steelers. It's only a matter of time before him and Carson Wentz start to click together, much like Travis Fulham and Carson Wentz have. And even Greg Ward, I think right now they're not trying to force things on offense. They're not trying to force these wide receivers in there. And I think Doug Peterson said, you kind of have to give the hot hand the role in allow these guys to compete and not just give Deshaun the rollback and not just give Elshon the rollback. Because right now, I think these young kids are being put in a position to succeed. They're executing. They're all getting separation. I think Carson Wentz is going through his reads a lot better. I think he's seeing the field a lot better. And just in terms of putting the team in a position to win in terms of offense, I think they've done an excellent job. And we're going to stick on that assumption and how coaches are putting their players in a position to succeed and swing to the stock down part of this segment here and talk about Jim Schwartz because like I said the other day a general is responsible for putting his troops on the battlefield and putting them in a position to succeed and I I truly just don't think that he's done his team a lot of favors we we know that defensive front has gotten after it and and that's kind of been their role to play the last five years since Jim has been here and there's not much to it but in the positions that really on the back end are necessary in today's NFL to have these coverage linebackers and have players on the back end that can defend these tight ends and these athletic versatile pieces much like a Chase Claypool he just hasn't put this team in a position to succeed. And I think it was most evident with how he lined this team up on that third down play game on the line. You hold the team to a field goal. Carson Wentz maybe can come back again for a third straight week and put your team into a position to take the lead. But no, you can't even get to that point because you line up Nate Geary, who is 23 for 23 on passes in his direction, according to pro football focus in coverage. 
And that just falls on Jim Schwartz. I mean, you can bench a player and allow him to think about things and put somebody out there like Sean Bradley, who's making plays, and even a guy like TJ Edwards before he had gotten hurt, to put them in a position to succeed. And yes, they're undermanned at that, that personnel unit, but hey, you can at least try to change things up. And I don't think Jim Schwartz has put this team in a position to succeed. And finally, you have your shutdown corner and your your defensive line is hitting home. But if you don't have all the gears to your machine running correctly, your production is going to jam up. And that's what we've seen. I mean, allowing 29 points the first five weeks of the season is just absolutely poor. That's not what you want to see out of your defense that has so much money invested into it. And frankly, they, they need to figure it out and very fast. Or they're going to face some high-potent offenses down the line in the NFC that are going to matter in games like the Saints and the Packers and the Seahawks. That If you're fighting for playoff contention, which being in the NFC East, you are at all times, basically, you need your defense to step up and kind of help out your offense, which they haven't had the last few weeks And before we get into this next break, this final break here, before we come back on the final segment of Stock Up, Stock Down, I want to get into some more positive talk. And we're going to do four positives and only two negatives because I want want to kind of point out a lot of the positives on this team because there was a lot to look at and the good to look at for this team. And I am going to say Stock Up, all the young wide receivers right now, even Quez Watkins who came back last week, he attributed, uh, he got involved in the pass interference play, which is big. I mean, these guys are finally getting open. Go look at the next-gen stats um, separation charts if you have a chance, and I've mentioned it on the show a few times. John Hightower, Greg Ward, and now Travis Fulham, these gentlemen are all leading the way in terms of separation for this Eagles team the last few weeks, and the first five weeks, four out of the five weeks, your leader in separation has either been John Hightower or Greg Ward. So now these guys are in a position to succeed. You don't have this slow plotting offense. Even when they're not making plays, they're still getting behind defenses, still forcing defenses to get grabby like they did against Quez Watkins and force those pass interference plays. And and frankly, I loved what I saw out of this young group. And in fact, getting everybody involved is what this team needed. You didn't need to just continually force accurates, in which they really haven't the last few weeks. You're getting guys like Travis Fulham involved. You're throwing to Greg Ward on meaningful throws in the red zone once again. John Hightower is getting behind defenses. I think these young guys, with the attribution of Doug Peterson putting them in a position to succeed, have gone out and a fifth and sixth round pick in John Hightower and Quez Watkins and a guy who they pulled off of waivers and Travis Fulham and another guy Greg Ward who they cut three different times are all going out there and playing meaningful minutes and that's just not on Doug Peterson I think that's much on Aaron Moorhead too who definitely needs the praise because we got after these wide receivers coaches the last few years since Mike Groh moved from wide receivers coach to offensive coordinator and frankly I think Aaron Moorhead has done a fantastic job. And when Jalen Rager gets back, I only think it's going to continue to show the success of how they have gotten these young wide receivers in a position to play, and especially the last two weeks where they have gone out there and put up meaningful yards and meaningful contributions all over the board. So that'll do it for segment two here on the Stock Up, Stock Down edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. 
Once again, I'm your host, Gino Camilleri, and I will catch you here for the final segment of Stock Up, Stock Down as we get rolling into Baltimore week on Lockdown Eagles. Today's episode of Stock Up, Stock Down on the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Built Go, which comes from the same group that brought us the world's fastest growing protein bar at Built Bar. Built Go is the solution to breaking through your wall, whether that's a mental wall or a physical wall, break through it with Built Go. For me, I work the overnights at the radio station, Sunday night through Thursday, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., so I need a boost both mentally and physically, and that's where I go with Built Go. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. You have three delicious flavors. My favorite is peanut butter honey, but if you're a chocolate coconut guy, they've got that as well, and chocolate mint as well. Bill Go is like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. You're going to feel so much better after, and again, there's none of that crash, which is a real big-time result of drinking those energy drinks. Visit BillGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. Again, and that's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. BuiltGo, let's go. All right, everybody. Welcome on back to the final segment of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gino Camilleri, joining you for more Stock Up, Stock Down. And here on the Positivity Pod, of course, we got to stick with the Stock Up before we get into our final Stock Down bit. I am going to say Stock Up, Carson Wentz's legs. Because frankly, it's been quite some time since we have seen Carson Wentz rolling around, getting outside the pocket, pulling the ball in on keepers, pulling the ball in on options. We've seen it time and time and time again this year. And frankly, right now he's in the top five for rushing quarterbacks in the league. And you're going against Lamar Jackson, who Marty Morningwig was on the staff there when he was drafted. I think it's a benefit to have Marty on the staff and Rich Scangarello on the staff and gentlemen who have gotten quarterbacks in a position to use their legs I think it has done a fantastic job for this offense because right now Carson Wentz is just picking up first down after first down after first down after first down with his legs and frankly it's what you want to see because I had mentioned a few weeks ago you didn't want to get Carson Wentz into that Robert Griffin stage in his career where he's scared to use his legs and he's scared to get outside the pocket and I think you kind of saw that for the first few weeks and a lot of the time last year and a lot of the time in 2018, especially when he had that back injury. But now that he's healthy and he's got to make plays, he's not forcing it with his arms as much. He's using his legs. And frankly, 11 on 11 football is the way you win football games. And everybody talked about Cam Newton's not going to go to the Patriots. Cam Newton's not going to go to the Patriots. And then all of a sudden he goes to the Patriots and he has a lot of success, frankly, because Bill Belichick, and John Harbaugh and Pete Carroll understand what it takes and what it means to have 11-on-11 offenses and guys that can use their legs like Russell Wilson and Cam Newton. It is a huge attribution to the success of a lot of these guys. And frankly, I think Carson Wentz is only going to prolong his career the more he uses his legs and the more he makes defenses guess and you bring in Jalen Hurts even, and he's even a change-up to that matter. And now you have two running quarterbacks. Man, I, I, you haven't seen offenses like that, I don't think, ever. I mean, when Lamar was drafted to Baltimore, it was Joe Flacco, who frankly didn't do much. He didn't use his legs. Down in New Orleans with Taysom Hill, it's Drew Brees who really doesn't get on the move that often. Now you have Carson and Jalen. It's just going to continually add to the repertoire of what Doug Peterson has 
at his disposal. And I think he's done a good job at that the last few weeks and continue to put Carson in these positions with his legs where he can continue to move the sticks and not have to force the ball down the field and kind of hone in his decision-making into saying, okay, I don't see a guy, but I see that they're blitzing. I see that they're in man coverage. I'll go and use my legs and pick up six or seven yards. And I think he's done a great job prolonging plays, keeping the ball upright. You can say what you want about Carson throwing away the ball. I never want to see him say die, and he really never does, and his legs are a big part of that. So hats off to him and the coaching and the play design for getting Carson Wentz in a position to succeed. All right, so back to the negativity for a second. We have to talk stock down once again. And I I know I've been ripping on Jim Schwartz and this defense for quite some time, but as much as I was hyping up Dave Fipp, I think stock down – Overall, that return game, man, I I think this has hurt you a lot of the time. And one thing that I want to see this team incorporate more and something that teams have done to them is not just kicking the ball through the the back of the end zone and kicking touchbacks every time and trying to get your team in a position much like other teams are putting you in. And how many times have you seen a team kick it short of the end zone and Boston Scott has to bring it out and he's only getting to the 16 or 17-yard line? And I just don't think right now they've set the offense up in in terms of success in field position in terms of special teams and in terms of turnovers. But special teams, I think, is one place with as many athletes as you have in John Hightower and you had Adrian Killings and a lot of these guys that did return the ball for their colleges. And, and right now you're not getting much out of Boston Scott and you're trying to figure out the punt return game and, Maybe you bring in Deshaun back for one more go at it when he's healthy, but right now I think you got to continue to to get your team into good field position and kind of do that on the opposite end of the spectrum with getting Jake Elliott to realize that his leg, yeah, it is long, but you have to figure out how to kick it in play sometimes because you have to help out both your defense and offense in terms of field position and putting a team at the 25 and backing yourself up before the 25 is not how you go and win football games. So as much as I praise Dave Phipp for getting a lot of these guys like Rudy Ford and Craig James and Alex Singleton ready to go in terms of special teams, I think there are some decision-making errors that have kind of hurt this team on the special team side of the ball. But I think those are easy changes to make, and I'm not going to really get too hung up on them because I think they have the parts there, and I think Dave Phipp is definitely one of the most highly regarded coordinators on special teams he can turn it around and help out this this Eagles offense and defense by getting that third phase of the game finally in tune with the way that we need it to go. All right, everybody, the last part of the Stock Up, Stock Down segment of the Locked on Eagles podcast. I have to take a second and just praise Miles Sanders for what he has become, and I'm glad I didn't record this show before Doug Peterson did his press conference today because – He finally said it. He said, we finally have our three-down linebacker in Miles Sanders. And I think that's what we've all been waiting for 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 how long? I mean, four or five years now, from the days of Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles, and even before that, we had DeMarco Murray that we had to worry about. Now you're kind of seeing this bell cow back take the way, and you don't have a guy like Jordan Howard there to poach carries. I mean, if you look at the snap counts over the last few weeks, it's only continued to go in Miles' favor. He had 78% of the share in week three. 
Boston Scott had 14% of the share and Corey Clement had 7% of the share. The next week, Miles Sanders had 77% and then Boston had 15% and Corey had 6%. And we saw the run game kind of fade away in game four. And then it kind of had this breakout in game five where Miles had 85% of the carries. Boston only had 12% of the carries and Corey only had 5% of the carries. Giving Miles the attribution of the carries and making him this true bell cow back reaps endless rewards because you saw that run that he broke off against the Steelers. How long have we been waiting for this? We were three years removed from Josh Adams who barely could get a first down on third and fourth and short now transform into this run game that at any given time can just hit a home run in the end zone. And they understand that miles truly is a three down linebacker or three down linebacker. What am I saying? We haven't had one of those in years, a three down running back and we don't need this running back by committee. I think Doug Peterson did a better job situationally putting Miles and these other gentlemen in a position to succeed this week. I still think you continue to feed Miles in the pass game, even though it hasn't continued to work out. It's only a matter of time before your leading receiver in downfield receptions from 2019 figures it out in the receiving game. But right now, man, his legs are cooking. Talk about any sort of fatigue you want. How he ran through that Pittsburgh defense last year is inspiring. I mean, Lou and I were at the Bills game last year, and that was probably the best run we had seen from Miles until this Pittsburgh run. That was an angry run. That was somebody who was just waiting for that breakout to happen, and you saw him and Carson looking at each other on the sideline, understanding like, hey, Carson, you picked us up the last few weeks. I got you now. And I really think you're seeing that respect between those two, and you're continuing to grow the rapport between wide receiver, between quarterback, between running back. This offense is figuring it out. It's now just time for this defense and the special teams to figure out these these loose ends and just get the efficiency rolling. This Eagles team can figure it out. They have the role players there. They have the stars at the position they need. They just need to get it all together. And I think a lot of this, the, these errors that they've had are self-inflicted. And I think Doug Peterson, when he says they're not so far away and Carson Wentz says that too. Like people think they're crazy for saying it over and over again, but but look if you don't jump off sides a few times. Look if you don't get these stupid drive killing penalties where you have a false start or or an unnecessary reference, uh, uh, unnecessary roughing penalty for that matter. Carson Wentz makes a dumb throw. Like you're you're so close to being a very efficient team, and I think last week kind of showed that in terms of offense but we still have quite some ways to go in terms of defense. But we're almost there. I'm glad we got to talk some positivity today because there was a lot of positive things to come out of this game, and now it's Baltimore week. This is going to be a big test as we move into another mobile quarterback in Lamar Jackson, somebody who we're going to have to play 11-on-11 football against. So we will continue to talk that. We'll have crossover Thursday, and we will get cooking me and Lou here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. So as always, thank you for joining me, Gino Camilleri, on this Lockdown Eagles podcast. You guys could catch us on LockdownEagles.com. You could catch us on Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you catch your podcasts four to five times per week. I mean, we're, only, we're basically doing it five to six times per week during the season. Lou and I are always here to chat leave a five-star review on any platform that you get the podcast and check us out on the mothership at lockdown birds on twitter as always thank you guys for downloading thank you for listening and fly eagles fly